to the Divorce Devil Podcast. I'm David. And I'm Rachel. Follow us as we dive into all the positive and negatives of post-divorce recovery. Stay tuned for some real and sometimes raw end-of-the-road divorce topics. Please put on your big pants because we're full of honesty, authenticity, and irrefutable truths. This progressive podcast ain't for the faint-hearted. Enjoy. All right. Welcome, everybody, out there to Divorce Devil Episode 92, Part 4 of a four-part series of Now I'm Divorced, What the Hell Do I Do Next? We have Rachel on the mic, uh, back from hey. vacation. Uh, we have some technical difficulties. <laughs> Man, oh, my God. If so... there's a technical difficulty to have, oh, we have had it. This is getting old. I'm sure there's more, too. I'm of sure course, of more. course. Uh, so we're at Part 4, um, One Year and Beyond, after signing the papers. Uh, what, what, yes. So it's a special phase. So let's start with you, Rachel. One year and beyond. Okay. So I think one year and beyond, I think I've mentioned this last time too. Um, at one, at six months to a year, you're finding out who you are, what you like at one year, you've experienced all the firsts, the first, not Christmas together. Maybe you've had more if you're separated, but like the official divorced, no longer having Christmas, no longer having Thanksgiving, no longer doing the birthdays or sex. whatever else happens. Sex. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No longer but, having sex with that person. Well, I hope that stopped when you were going through. Hey, you never process. know, man. I know a couple but, people. That I mean, still everybody's it, yeah. got their needs. Yeah. We ain't we ain't judging. No, so, so don't do it. I think, yeah, I will. I think the the first, the year after, it's like, okay, so this is my new normal. And again, it's not going to be exactly the same, you know, year one into year two, whatever. Um, but the big thing I think I found was the first year was kind of like a blur. It was, okay, it's one month, it's two months, it's six months, it's nine months, it's 12 months. And then the second year is like, oh, fuck, this is really real. Like this is, you know, my actual new existence, my actual new, you know, reality. And you, you have to find that balance of how much pull, especially when you have kids, it's going to affect you. So I think one year and, and like to infinity and beyond, um, one year is that like this happened. Now I have to grow, heal, Mm-hmm. I have to be less angry because the only one I'm angry now with is myself because it doesn't affect the other person. Again, unless you have children and there's shit you can't get along with. Um, but I think at one year, you know, you know what? If we have kids together, we have to make this about the kid and like, let's be amicable and figure it out. And hopefully you were able to have an amicable divorce. Um, if not, now you have a new life and you need to figure out your shit. I call it the Buzz Lightyear uh, yeah. theme, you know, to infinity and beyond. Um, so what I felt is that I was in a groove and then my new groove is that it's in my new reality, my new person. Uh, you actually change into a different person because you're not the same person yeah. as before your divorce, when you get divorced, or after divorce. Those are three, three different people. Well, I keep hearing too, like you have to lose the old you in order to become the new yep. you. You bring parts of the old you with you, um, especially if you're in a relationship. You have to meld that your person's reality and if they're divorced or whatever, and then their kids and all this other stuff. So you really have to find your your lane. And a lot of times the lanes will cross 
especially again, if you have children, if you don't have children, I'm not sure how that is because I've been married and divorced and I have yeah. kids. So I can't um, imagine being no divorced kids. with no kids. That's got to be, I can't say it's been easy, but it's got to be easier. Well, and, but, but is it lonelier? Yeah. You know, because you don't have anybody to see that was a part of that old life that you have too. But it could be better because you don't have anybody, you know, yep. reminding you of your past life. There's I mean, a give and go there. Yep. I was married before. Right. So I think at one year, and again, you your divorce took 18 months, right? So once you finally got divorced, you've already been di- separated for about a year and a half. Yep. Um, you had to find that, oh, I'm divorced. I've been divorced this long. I've been divorced two years or 11 years or whatever it is. And it gets easier, but it gets different. So you have to learn, you know, what you're, I think you, I think you at one year two have set boundaries. Some boundaries may not work and some, you know, were put there because they needed to be put there. And I mean, I know a lot of people that have divorced five years and they don't talk at all. So, you know, don't forget YouTube, friends. Um, <laughs> you don't get the full experience if you don't see the YouTube. Hell subjects. no. Um, um, you know, but we're doing great on YouTube, I hear. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're kicking some serious booty on YouTube. Yeah. So, so, so where do you think? I've got a question for you. And I know okay. some of our listeners and viewers probably want to ask, where do you think and you friends, would be? Our questions are off the cuff. We yes. don't prepare for this. No, no. We, we have not talked because she's been out of town. Um, yeah. Where do you think you'd be? At this moment, if you had not met Lance, ooh, hmm. I probably wouldn't live in Colorado. We probably would have both moved back closer to family and home, like ooh, our original home, East Coast. Um, I had actually thought about moving back to Pennsylvania with my auntie, who's by herself. Um, her husband had, you know, unexpectedly passed away. She lost her daughter, my my cousin, and so. I was thinking like it's close enough to New Jersey where like if his dad moved back to New Jersey, um, Logan's dad and Kimberly's dad, um, Jake's dad, um, if he moved back, we'd still be able to do the kid thing, the kid mm-hmm. swap thing. Um, cause it's only like an hour away. So I thought about that. And especially after the relationship that I was in before Lance, I was like, I'm done. Yeah. I, I don't give a fuck Good picker, about baby. anybody. Good picker. It's all. Your picker uh, yeah, sucked. Oh yeah. yeah, my my dating picker was, yeah. but I didn't fucking care. I didn't care. I think yeah. you know the relationship. I, that's what you want to call it. Before Lance was, you know what? It's fun. It's exciting. It's different. It's whatever. But it was toxic. It done. was so toxic. It's done, baby. It's yeah. Finished. So it was very. Um, it was very narcissistic on one end, and me just wanting to not be alone. And then when I was finding who I was and taking time to find out who I was, I really didn't like him. So it was, you know, you got to figure out what you like and who you like. And again, like Lance even knows, like my walls were so high, like the border patrol could not have, you know, helped. <laughs> so I, I, I think it took, you know, not giving a fucking shit anymore and thinking that all humans were just out to use you or ghost you or send you unsolicited dick pics. Um, <laughs> and it took the guy that's like, I'm not sending you a dick pic. <laughs> I'm mm. like, okay, why cool. not? I Why don't not? Really want one. 
Why and not? Well, Darn it. Why not? Okay. Yeah. Well, well, you didn't need to. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so I mean, he's got big hands and feet for a reason. Anyway, um, so so check this out. So <laughs> let's let's say that you got a human being who's been who's been in cryogenic stasis for like thirty years. Actually, Michael Jackson's coming back. Actually, he's like a caveman. So he just okay. gets out of cryostasis, genesis, cryogenic stasis. Uh, oh, my God. Stop trying to be right smart now. over there. Right now. Yeah. Darn it. Okay. And, and he's a caveman. You know, he's, he's, he's got the big brow and everything. Okay. So, so we shave that first. Okay. So he goes to Baskin Robbins. He has so many options. It's mm-hmm. kind of like getting divorced. You have so mm-hmm. many options of people yeah. to meet, things to do. Uh, you're making decisions without another person. You're yeah. trying to figure out your place or your lane, like you said. Yeah. All those things are coming at you. But by from a year plus, it should be a lot easier because you've gone through Just that whole it. year of screwing up and making mistakes is very important. I mean, yeah. new in it, like, give me a scoop of each one. I yeah. want to taste them all. Um, <laughs> you mean the mistakes or uh, ice cream? I'm sorry. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think, because I've mentioned this before, too, I was at the point where, like, any resemblance, any mannerism, any word, any, like, if you said water, like I said water, we weren't friends because you sounded like him. Um I did not want vanilla anymore. I wanted, I wanted, you know, put the sprinkles in the hot fudge and the whipped cream. Got to have the whipped cream. Definitely the whipped cream. Whipped cream. I want all the flavors. I don't know what I like. I don't, I'm allergic to some things. I would have tried it just, anyway. just to try it. So, um, I think too now, like I am so indecisive because. When I was married, I was always trying to please everybody else and make sure everybody else was happy. Because if they were happy, then I knew I could be happy. But if they were in a bad fucking mood, guess what? I'm having to clean up their aisle three. Because I just, I I live this existence where it's like, it's it's easier to be nice. It's easier to be happy. It takes a lot of work to be in a bad mood or a lot of work to be negative. And just because the surroundings that I was in in my marriage were so negative, I didn't know how to live without it. So I think when we talked to our our guest, I was funny because there was so much chaos. So I pulled my case and it became sarcastic and it became yep. nasty and it became like, you know, shut the fuck up. I don't get, I don't give a cat. And so that was my, that was my role in it. Like I wasn't able to make it better because I wasn't willing to be helping everybody else be happy because mm-hmm. I wasn't happy. And then when other people were seeing that Rachel, who's normally happy, wasn't happy. I was like, wow, other people are seeing that I'm sad or that I'm, Oh, I've never felt like I was enough or I never felt appreciated or heard or seen even because, you know, we even come from that gen- the generations of children should be seen and not heard. And I brought that from my childhood. So um I think because he was the breadwinner and, you know, we were able to do things because of him. Yes, I did work and I did make my own money. But the main part of it was yeah. we were able to do the things that we did because he, you know, worked his ass off and made good money. So but, let's fast forward, fast forward a year now. So yeah. you're not trying to make people happy. You're not trying no. to get mm. in a bad mood. Oh, um, I no. I think the thing that we realized during that year plus is that you have so much time. 
There's so much time yeah, and- that you have to fill. And it's almost like, uh, to me, it was almost like I was doing nothing because I had all this time because it's just one person instead of two. Yeah. There's so much stuff to do, time to fill, but you feel like you're not getting it done. Yeah. It felt like it was slow motion time. Yes, it yes, was exactly. It was like that double edged sword. Like when I have the, when, well, you had your kids for a week at a time. When I had my kid, it was three, when I had Logan, because the other ones are older, it was three and a half days. I had him straight. And then three and a half days, I didn't have him. And then, well, we had switched our schedule since then, but like, so now it's like, you know, I have him Sunday night, Monday night, Tuesday night, and he goes to his dad. So it's still the same, but weekends we switch and all. So I I told you in the beginning too, especially before I met Lance, um, I was drinking just because I could. And I think it took my, my son being like, I cannot drink today because he's going to be here. And I worked where he worked. So like after school, mm-hmm. if I didn't have him – I was going Bam. out to the bar. I was going out to, I mean, there was a bar in our town that was like everybody went to, um, or was going to the liquor store and get it. And like, you know, I had a TV, but like, I'd rather drink and like sc- scroll the, the mat, the not mats, um, scroll some of the other dating sites. And they just weren't, you know, I don't know. I guess. So, it, it, so then it how'd you get past time. that? How'd you get past that? I, I took my son because I was like, you know, Oh, tomorrow I have him. I can't have a drink, but I really want a drink, but I really shouldn't have a drink. But, you know, if I have a glass of wine, am I not being a great mom? And I grew up with alcoholic parents. So I was like, I don't believe I was an alcoholic, but I was a pre-alcoholic. Like I definitely had all of the, I think it numbed a lot of the shit too, you know? And I mean. You didn't have to face it. I'm not telling anybody to do it, but like in Colorado, weed is, weed is legal. So like. I didn't actually smoke weed, but there's gummies and there's cookies and stuff like that. And sometimes it helped me sleep because I wasn't sleeping for days. Um, I thought I was sleeping, but no, I was, anytime I wasn't out, I was occupying my time with the social media. It's almost like a zombie presence. Yeah. You know, you you were were a zombie. Divorce zombie. That's the the next, that's the next uh, episode. Divorce zombies. Yeah. And, you know, you think you can handle it. Until someone's like, you know, you lost a lot of weight, your teeth are yeah. falling out, <laughs> you know, or, you know, you just don't look healthy or you, you aren't who you're, who we're used to seeing. Like, a, you know, like I said, my best friend, she would just leave me like a milkshake or a yeah. protein Something shake simple. and go, drink this and it better be gone by the time I come back. So I actually even like distanced myself from friends because I didn't want them to fix me. I wanted to feel it all because I've pushed down my feelings for so long and who I was. I didn't really know who I I didn't know who I was. So I took a lot of self, self-healing. Like, you know, this is your shit. And again, they say you become the adult that you didn't have as a child. And I did. I became the adult that I wish I had sometimes in my life. I'm going to cry. Yeah. Um, just to get me through it, you know? Yeah. So. And uh, people that are new in it, 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 however you deal with it, it's okay. Yep. And just know like there's so many ways to get through it. And I'm hoping that you're not drinking or, you know, using marijuana or whatever. I hope you're reaching out to your friends because I'm definitely one of those people that will shelter, go into my little shell. And when I come out, I hope you're there. And if you're not, I don't think less of you. Sorry, my foot is falling asleep because I'm or sleeping. Even, or even reach out to us. 
You'd be happy yeah, to talk and, to you. you yeah. know, um, we may not have the same experience, um, but we have a lot of resources here and we have a lot of people that we know that may are also going to be potential guests. Um, you know, everybody's is different and you know, like you're still, I'm, I'm two and a half years out over, over two and a half years out. And there's days I'm like, yeah, you know, why do I have, to, why did I have to go through that? And you know, maybe this podcast is why, you know, cause I can help somebody else. Yeah. We can figure out the damn, uh, technology. <laughs> um, if anybody wants to be a tech person for free, yeah, let us know. Call us. <laughs> Definitely. We, we want you teching. We got a Rodecaster Pro 2 and it's kicking my ass. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. so we're a year plus out. Uh, I am 10 years out, 11 More years out, that, 12 years out, 11, 12, 11 years out. Legally. Legally, yeah. I'm 11 years out. Um, and still to this day, I, I have those times where I second guess getting divorced or yeah. or going through divorce. So it it never actually goes away. You know, I, I, I don't, don't tell people I, it doesn't go I, away. Yeah, I don't, but it becomes and I don't less. think it's like, yeah. yeah, and it's not that you don't love your life now because, you know, our the people that we're with are amazing. And, you know, thankfully they like, thankfully Lance loves squirrel because I am such a squirrel and I am so, I think about so many different things and like, you know, my, my brain, you see, if you've watched or listened to this podcast, you see how my brain will just divert. <laughs> Squirrel, definitely. Um, but there's, there's days where I'm like, I don't know what I'm thinking. I don't know how I'm processing. I don't know what my actual belief on something is until I talk it out. And in my marriage before, if I talked it out, it was like, oh, you're crazy. You're this, you're that. And so now, thankfully, I have a partner who's like, just lets me talk and just, and a lot of times it, it just my talking helps me figure out what I'm actually feeling. And yeah. so I can start off at one, one way thinking, and I'm like, you know, I really don't, maybe that's my past life talking, or maybe that's me coping because I don't want anybody to be upset, or maybe I'm not asking the question that I should because I think someone's going to get mad at me. Well, I don't really think like that anymore. If you're going to get mad at me, that's on you. That's yep. a you thing. And because I asked the question, I hope we can have more of a conversation than an argument or a yell. Like I said, we we actively listen and we give our opinion. But the only person that can help you be in a better mood or figure it out is you. Is you. So um, my biggest hope for everybody is like deep down healing. You can heal on the outside. You can lose a little weight because you're getting divorced. You can get a better job. You can do that. But if you actually heal in yourself and know who you are, you won't be afraid to give yourself or give your heart Correct. to somebody else. Yep. Well, you know, adventure, do something different. Like, you know, you may want, you may hate your job because it was a job that you got when you got divorced. Broaden your horizons. Um, you know, socialize, marketing, all this stuff. Just do something for you. Start and a podcast. I think it, yeah. And, and it, I almost think in the beginning it feels selfish, but it's not. You have to take care of you in order for you to be able to take care or care about anybody else. So, you know, and I think a lot of people have those childhood traumas that we lean into too much. Yep. But once you've dealt with them, you know, maybe you brought them into your marriage or maybe your spouse brought them into hit the marriage, you know, and I don't think after a year, it's more of a blame thing. It's more of a, why didn't we see it? 
why didn't we see it when we were younger or <laughs> when we had our first kid or our second kid or, you know, my ex-husband um, helped clean up 9-11 and he got sick with two types of cancer. And so at some point I didn't know if he was going to survive. So all the shit that we may have been going through then probably got pushed under the rug and then it just you know, the resentment and the, you know, why wasn't I important enough or, you know, why wasn't I first or second? I mean, there's times when you're second, but I think it you, with anybody in a relationship, that partner has to mm -hmm. come first at multiple times, especially in a marriage. And if you have kids together, you know, like Lance and I now, like our kids come first and we're, we're, our kids come first on a whole and then we're first. So there's no seconds. It's like when we're together and we're doing something together, we're it's first. Us. If the kids need us, they're firsts. But we're still first for each other. So we're definitely um, sounding boards. And um, I don't know. I just one year out, now two years out, I really feel like I know who I am. And, you know, there's days where I doubt myself or I'm like, oh, damn, my yeah. pants don't fit. Like, Maybe I need to not eat a cheeseburger or maybe I need to do this. But that's all cosmetic. That's all like outer stuff. But my inner person, I yeah. give no fucks anymore. There and we go. Bam. Seriously, if, so, if I say something because I'm, I'm curious or I'm not sure where you're coming from and you get mad at me, that's on you, not on me anymore. Because I used to ask questions or I used to say something like, oh, you're accusing me of this. You're doing that. You're doing that. Well, no, I just need to know because this is what I'm feeling. And a lot of times if we trust our gut, maybe we'll get out of the marriage sooner, especially like an abusive marriage or a verbal abusive or whatever, mm -hmm. narcissistic marriage. Um, and uh, not all marriages are terrible. Sometimes you just grow apart and you should, you know, don't stay together for the kids and I'm t doing a lot of the talking, David. Where That's okay, because we're getting ready to close this up. It's going to be a short one. Good job. Oh, my gosh. Good job. You're no. like you're like saying last words with every word you say. I mean, I should start like more podcasts. <laughs> yeah, too bad, too bad you <laughs> Not know nothing about divorce. technology. Not like just squirrels. Squirrels are us. Squirrels are us podcasts. All the people with ADD and OCD and but I don't know whatever else I you think have. down the road, I was ED? thinking about a ED. ED podcast. Wow. Um, sex, love, mansplained. Hey, there we Ask go. Ask your doctor. Um, it's okay. I think our next, since we did a four-part series of I'm Divorced Now, What Do I Do? I think our next four-part or maybe six-part series is going to be the Divorce Recovery Playbook. Yeah. and I like, like that. Definitely some of the things like we talked about too, like the zombie phase. I mean, yeah. I don't think people realize you are just skating by, yeah. especially if you have $27 in the bank and you have no idea where the next, <laughs> um, if you're going to be able to eat or buy gas to get to work or whatever. Uh, and if you're by you yourself, got through it, man, it made you a stronger person, didn't it? But I mean, it? when you're in it, you know, you could have oh, a nervous yeah. breakdown. Oh yeah. Your teeth could fall out. You could, you yeah, know, have the all these things. firemen can so come by with their good looking pec pectoralis. Yes. Oh, well, they were like, well, where does he live? I'm like, well, let's not like call, do anything illegal. Yes. I'm just going to breathe into this bag. Okay. We're going to do that. <laughs> and then they all started talking about their divorces and their exes. And I'm like, well, See? I think I feel better, but I'm not sure. See, look um, at that. The guy I'm just starting to date is on the other line. And it kind of like, don't know if he still wants to date me, but that's great. That's okay. Um, yeah. Hey, that's, I have that's my because you give no fucks. You give no fucks. Well, and I, Especially it took now. a long time. Yeah, it took, it took a it long took a while time to get there. And no fucks with an ex spouse 
and no fucks with friends and no fucks with coworkers and family. Those are all steps. Those yeah. take, oh, big time. And yeah. they all take a little bit of courage. Like, what's the word? Finesse? Um, Finesse, courage, uh sais quoi. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to, I mean, at some point you just either get to where you're like, I got nothing fucking left. And this is how I feel. If you don't like it and you're going to keep talking shitty to me, you don't talk to them anymore. Um, I mean, like I said, I still don't talk to my sister. Just found out my nephew got married Friday. Wasn't invited, but you know, that's something I deal with. I was upset, but life Um, goes on. And you know, so it's, I think the state that I am, yes, I was disappointed that I wasn't there to support him because he's, when I lost my son, he was, he actually was born on my son's due date. So he's like mine. And, you know, I helped raise them and take care of them when they couldn't. And, you know, so it was a big, it was a big stab in the heart. But uh, you know what? It's not my, my, my weight to bear. It doesn't Um, define you. Yeah, no. And yep. I, the people who want to be in my life will be in my life. Like I talked to my nephew. Apparently he hasn't really been talking to his mom because he doesn't get along with the new wife or the fiance at the time, the new wife. And so I've been left out because it's just been, you know, the, the pattern. And so I talked to my nephew, was able to, you know, talk to his fiance, now wife, and I sent him a gift and my love. And, you know, when I go there, I'm going to visit him. And, you know, like I said, I had to cut out a toxic relationship who's my mm-hmm. sister but I still am able to see the people who want to be in my life. And my niece, her, her oldest daughter and my, her, the oldest son and all the kids still talk to me. Um, she's just that, you know, connection of why they're, why they're part of my family. So it's really is Damn. stepping outside of your comfort zone and find out who you are. Like David, who are you? Rachel, who are you? Like our listeners, I hope that you can, you know, get to the nitty gritty and just be like, okay, well, I am, I'm a, I pick at people. I pick at you, pick at you, pick you. And it's not that I'm trying to be mean. It's just my way that I've always done it. So now like what I do is like, I step back, I see that I'm angry and then I just get louder because I've always had people just get louder and louder. I'm like, you know what? Nope. Let's, let's take it down. Let's take it down a second. And I was, I'm definitely one of those fight or flight people I'm either going to be in your face or I'm just going to be like, I'm, I'm, I'm out. I'm, I've checked out. So I think I've gotten more in the middle of that where I'm like, let me listen. Let me see where my take and where my, my problem is and go from there. And especially having, you know, a partner who's like, well, this is, this is how they're treating you. This is how I see they're treating you on from the outside. And then this is how you can handle it. Or this is how you can deal with it. And then we know how you are. You're going to over, Think mm-hmm. it, think it all, and then you're going to come back to the same thing that you would have done before you overthink it, overthunk it, overthinked it, over, yeah, analyzed it. There we go. And so, you know, we know who we are. We just have to remember who we are. So, well, that was the lesson and the sermon from Rachel Peterson, I Reverend mean, Rachel Peterson on Sunday. Rev, I mean, just, just, I don't know how knowledge. that works with Reverend Buddhist. <laughs> You said Reverend Booty? Booty? Booty. I mean, Reverend Booty. Practicing Buddhism to you because I don't know what else to do. So, you know, (laughs) you got any life lessons out there, send them my way. I'll try to analyze them. Yes. And then I'll rub the Buddha for good luck. (laughs) But yeah, so. And so where do you think you were? Like, you're you're 10 years out. Where are you at now? Because some people have been there that long. And not everybody's, not everybody 10 years out is in a good place. I'm in a pretty good place. 
you know, there's times yeah. that I kind of go backwards, but very rarely, you know. Just I keep think a lot of times when you life. go backwards, yeah, because you, you, we've become very, you know, we've become really good friends. And I think a lot of times when you think about it, contemplate it, it's, it involves your kids still and they're older, yeah, so yeah. they can make their own decisions. And I think when you go through divorce too, there's two sides and we don't know what side the kids are getting from the spouse because we're not in the same house. Yeah. So you know, you either wait it out or you pick at them. And I don't know why you would do that. So a lot of people are like, what did your dad say? What did she say? Oh, what yeah, did that one say? And if you just let it naturally come into a conversation, it's really a lot more healing than, you know, well, your dad did this and your mom did this and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, I think you're, you and, you know, a lot of people, um, especially far out like that is, um, you know, it has to do with the kids and they're older and, you know, make their own decisions as adults. And sometimes you don't agree and you have Heck to yeah. set boundaries and, you know, so. You ever thought about, hey, something, something deep, you race for something deep. Ooh, yeah. You, uh, you ever thought about that, that doing this podcast sometimes brings up stuff? Of course it does. Of course well, it yeah, does. I know yeah. what, and yeah. I but think. It's, but, it's, but it's worth I, it to help somebody else. Yeah. And I yeah. think sometimes we're both caught off guard, like. I don't know. I haven't really thought about that in a while or I haven't come to that bridge yet that I need to cross. Like, you know, my daughter's graduating college and the last text that I've had from her was, well, what if I don't want someone after, after graduation and I just want this one? I'm like, why am I being brought in the middle? You need to talk to the people who you don't want to come. And, you know, it's her graduation, but I'm also like, so what are you really saying? Are you wanting your mom and dad just to be there because, you know, they're not married and you were ho- hopeful thinking, or yep. is it selfish? Is it, you know, what exactly I don't, is I it? Think, yeah. I think her thing too, is she's got to remember that we're not out to get her. And just because previous graduations have been ruined doesn't mean that this one's going to, and you know, we are all in different spaces in life and yep. we all have different people a and much better place in space. Anybody that wants to cause a problem now when, you know, her, her dad and I are no longer family. We have a family together, but we are no longer family. And I think when you're, you know, put into whether it's a wedding or graduation or whatever, um, the children really need to be heard. And then we're going to give them our opinion. And if you didn't want my opinion, then I'm sorry if it doesn't match your narrative. So, you know, she was just like, well, what if I don't want someone to come? And I'm like, I think if you asked that person not to come, the other parent might be upset or, you know, if it were, if it were me, I would be upset, you know, or if you ask your grandma not to come, or if you ask, you know, your, I don't know, your brother's cousin, or I I don't know, but you know, there's a lot of new conversations that come up because we're not a family anymore. I mean, the kids and I were a family with their dad, but now we're separate families, you know, so two separate families, um, two two separate boulevards that kind of coexist and don't coexist. Yeah. Yeah. So your lanes cross over a little bit. You got that little clover leaf that happens, but it's a lot, but nobody um, knows how to drive in a roundabout. That's a different story. Oh yeah. No. Cause even in Mm. Jersey, they fuck it up too. But, um, I think that, I think the narrative changes. And so you've probably dealt with it some in a different sense, you know, like when the kids are little and there's a band concert, but you can only invite Four people. Who do you invite? Mom and dad's new people, or do you invite mom and dad and the grandparent and the brother? Or you know, so yep. you've had the conversation probably just in a different context. So we we have just have to navigate new Heck new yeah. life events. That's and- what makes it fun. 
been there, done that. Knows- been, been there, done that, and I survived. You can too. And especially if the parents cannot talk to each other, David. I know. And especially if the parents can't be in the same room without having a, you know, issues. But so you get through it. But you get through you it. You get through you it get because through it. they're your you have kids, to. and yeah. you know. They didn't. All right, everybody, because she can talk forever. It's a Sunday I afternoon. I know. I need another podcast where I just talk all yeah, the time. Oh, God. oh, wait. That's this one. <laughs> that's, that's every podcast. What do you mean another podcast? Right? Yes. I mean, why else would you ask me to be the star? Yes. I mean, yes, I know. That was what I was thinking. <laughs> all right, everybody. Uh, episode 92. I just signed the papers. Divorce papers. I'm legally divorced now. That's but. the year I graduated high school. What, 92? 92. Oh, shit. Disco was I dead, know, right? huh? Disco was alive in 78. Dude, it's 30 years ago. Yeah. 30 years ago. God, you're so All right, everybody. Well, thanks for listening, and have a great rest of the weekend. Bye. Bye. Love ya. Bye-bye.